1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard On the eve of yet another big weekend across Scottish football Ange Postacoglu confirms Kyogo is fit and raring to go ahead of next week's cup final Is livy away for Rangers tomorrow after another far from quiet week for Michael Beale And Jack Ross looks to be out of the running for the Motherwell job I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Kenny Miller and Hugh Evans. Furuhashi is good to Kyogo Tomorrow
2: against Aberdeen Who will have uh, Barry Robson Auditioning for the Manager's job there Stuart Kettlewell Will be auditioning For the Motherwell job On Sunday When they play Hearts And uh, What's his name? Michael Beale. I've forgotten his <laughs> name Michael Beale Will go to Livy And I look forward to His post-match comments Because he's become The man to listen to
3: well, I'm just happy to be back. I was going to say Hugh. it's good to have you yeah. as well. Do you it's, feel uh, back at home and familiar do. Right surroundings. On my same side as well. Absolutely delighted to be here. Looking forward to a big weekend of, of Scottish football, and like you says. There's been a lot of managerial departures. There's people auditioning for jobs. Cannot wait. Delighted how was it? How,
1: how was the? Obviously, it wouldn't have ended the way you wanted. How was the, the Huddersfield experience for you? I know you're delighted to be back beside of Hugh course, Evans, yeah. but
3: yeah, yeah, not that. Not was good. It was. Uh, I mean, this is football. You know, it's. Uh, Clubs make decisions it's, These things are taken out of your hands Whether you agree or disagree It doesn't mm. really matter But no Thoroughly enjoyed the, the three Three and a half months there uh, You shake hands You wish everybody best And you mm. move on
1: I must admit When I heard That the, the management team That had been brought in To replace you Was, was led by a, An experienced gentleman In his early to mid 70s I thought No surely not yes. But it was the other one I, know. It was the, yeah. I, th- I thought you had got the call up Hugh well, I, mean, I haven't given up hope of
2: Aberdeen and Motherwell, you know, that I'm still available and uh, they are still without permanent
1: managers, so I'll, I'll keep the Nokia on. 01419511025. Come on then, what have you got for us tonight? Like Kenny Miller truly feel like he's back amongst the madness of Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What have you got for us? One of those rare, rare, rare weeks, in fact, someone can Tell me, how often in a season do Celtic and Rangers play together at 3 o'clock on a Saturday? Well, can not, n-
3: not very many. I mean, can't I be many. There's, there's only sometimes four games a season to play at the same time.
1: Exactly, so, <laughs> yeah, it can't, can't be many. So, uh, looking forward to that on the pitch. Celtic fans, how big a boost is it to have Kyogo back? Now, I know it's a boost because even we are not that daft. It's clearly a boost. How big a boost? How highly do you... Rate him, I'm sure you're comfortable with the the strength of the squad and O's come in and he perhaps would have carried the can or maybe a Dyson Mider or someone else. Uh, but to have that confirmation that Keough goes back not only for tomorrow, but for a certain cup final next weekend as well, how big a boost is that for you? Do let us know Celtic fans looking ahead to the return of course of a former player in Barry Robson, auditioning as Hugh says for the Aberdeen job. Uh, Rangers fans, I guess some of you are... Better performances have come on the road, most notably Tynecastle. What are you thinking ahead of the trip to Livingston tomorrow? Motherwell fans, where's this managerial hunt going? Is it now a real addition for Stuart Kettlewell? It looks like Jack Ross is out of the running. Ian Holloway's name's been mentioned. How important is the weekend's game against Hearts and anything else at all? I'm sure there's a few more topics out there that have interested you. 01419511025. The Celtic fans have be delighted. To see
2: Key go back in the squad But I go back to the St Mirren Cup tie I mean Key goes off And all of a sudden you empty the subs bench And they all start scoring for you Rio Hatati had a, an amazing cameo appearance Two goals uh, O'Reilly got his first goal of the season So it would be good for the fans to see Key back But his absence is not necessarily
1: the end of the road in the goal scoring department. What have you made overall Kenny in the couple of months that you've been away from us if you like you've watched on from a, a relative distance so I'm sure you're still very much involved what have you made of what's been happening quite a lot has to be said.
3: Well there's been a lot going on uh, over so of the world cup break as managerial change at Rangers it comes in and pretty much as as well as the way could come that break both teams are in fantastic form for the rest again it's looking like it's going to be another exciting year at the bottom. That's who's going to be able to string a run of results to get away for that but at the moment it looks like there's four teams down there that are going to be battling away from Motherwell down to Dundee United so it's a, it's a really exciting time there but no, I've been, I've been keeping my finger on the pulse uh, and like you say Rangers and Celtic are just an incredible form I and mean, both only dropped points since the World Cup break to each other so it's uh, it shows how strong there is so again it bodes well for a, a big cup final for the first silverware we next, uh,
2: next week I think uh, David Martindale was misinterpreted with what he said about Rangers and Celtic being as good as each other now, you know. He's not talking about Ange Postecoglou winning the league title last season with a thirty-two game long unbeaten run. He's only talking about that period of time in which Ange Postecoglou has been in the east end of Glasgow and Michael Beale has been on the south side of Glasgow. And in terms of that, they have played the same number of games and had exactly the same number of
3: wins and one draw. So Davey's right then <laughs> On yeah. a far Since they've came in You know So yeah. it, it was it was, I mean that's what I took from it That he had made his He made his point That since Michael's came in There's been a, an impact And as much of the performances Might not be Exactly what Michael wants to see They've been getting the job done Which is a good trait
1: Yeah come on then 141 9511025 All the usual uh, Friday night questions about specifically the games coming up. You can absolutely answer for us in terms of how much you're looking forward to it, how big a task you think it's going to be, what players should play, what players shouldn't play. These are your usual, uh, what do they call it, Hugh? What's that annoying phrase now? Match day minus one. Is that what, yes. is that what it's called now? One, Friday.
3: Should, uh, Friday yeah.
1: to us. One yeah. sleep to go. Um, um, but yeah, if you want to answer those general ones, please do. Anything more topical? What about you, Celtic fans then? Kyogo, how, how big a, a boost is it? Let's try and quantify. At what you think of him? Because I know it's good. Like you don't phone up and tell me he's a good player and you like him. I know that. Uh, let's try and uh, let's try and, and quantify it. You know how how good is he? How, maybe here's one for you. How do you think he stacks up uh, to some of your previous strikers? Because you've had some very um, impressive ones in recent years and very very popular ones from Eduard and Dembele and so on. Where does, does Kyogo Start to feel or rank in that list? For you now Because he's he's had a fair Crack at it A fair run As the number one striker So maybe that would be A way to tell us How big a boost it is uh, That he returns 01419511025 You can tweet us as well At ClydeSSB Hugh Look Michael Beale himself This week said uh, The chances of Winning the league Are low So I don't Detect anyone Thinks that we've Got a real title race As as such But tomorrow might be A bit more interesting Because unless I'm Mistaken Is it the first time Since Michael Beal came in Where they do play At the same time I would think so So it's it's been More often than not It's been Rangers playing first And Celtic Having to sort of Catch up The gap Keeps getting cut to six And then keeps getting Extended again to nine You never know Just maybe We've got that sort of Exciting day tomorrow Where but it's, it swings one way or the other, I don't know If you look at Ange Postacoglu's
2: run One league defeat in 57 matches 57! You know, the guy has been remarkable uh, I think in answer to your question about uh, Keogo He's a breath of fresh air And has been since he got here from Japan He's the top goalscorer in the country at the moment But at the same time, there's so much going on When you, uh, you have Daizen Meda in terrific form, Aaron Moy Mata Riley's got his first goal now Rayo Hatati comes on and scores two great goals So all of this, Barry Robson Who was a very good player for Celtic himself back in the day This is what he has to contend with tomorrow While trying to convince the Aberdeen owner Dave Cormack That he's worth a shot at the job I think he will be kept in the job until the end of the season And then Aberdeen will do something about it But Barry Robson will go there tomorrow Needing To put
1: on A really good performance He's got people to impress 01419511025 Come on Let's get stuck in Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu who has been speaking today Firstly about the return Of Kyogo So Celtic fans I'm asking you How good is he For you at the moment Or how important Should I say
4: Is that return No Kyogo's fine mate He trained today um, Had a session yesterday And he's, he's good to go Like like I said I think I said after the game I was pretty relaxed about it He had a similar one Last year And I think last year He missed one session And you know played the next game, so you know it wasn't anything that we were overly concerned about and um, you know from our perspective uh you know if he wasn't right he wasn't right we we we, we, we move on and 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 deal with it but um as I said he, you know I think he missed i mean we were in Monday Tuesday he missed the session there just to get some treatment on it and he's trained last two days, so no issues
1: James is a Celtic fan, that must be music to your ears James.
5: Oh yeah, definitely I mean, that's great But I think, uh, you know They've got a big squad A good squad You know, and they've got guys That can step in, you know So uh, I don't think it was a big worry But it's definitely a
1: reassurance, you know Yeah, I think Kenny, look Everybody has praised Celtic Time and time again For having this big squad But there's probably one or two Select players that you think If you're going into a cup final this weekend Not to look beyond Aberdeen But you know the way Glasgow works he, he's one of that That few that you really Really want fit and available That's not to say You don't have faith In the, the Other players on the squad But he's made that his own Hasn't
3: he? Well it's been proven In his absence That Celtic continue to win games You know So he's He's, he's not irreplaceable but what he is is He is their talisman man At the top of the pitch he's, he's got 19 league goals There for a reason He's going to go on And potentially When You talked about other Forwards like Edward and Dembele He's probably going to go on And eclipse any kind of Goal scoring so, yeah? feats That they've done Over the course of our season This season So he's, uh, he's vitally important I think how he plays the game The energy he brings to their team He is he is super important I think I'd, I'd definitely Throw the captain In, in that bracket mm-hmm. as well so uh, And also Carter Vickers And again, right through the, the spine of their team They've got really, really key individuals That need to be there You know, I think Carter Vickers At the start of the season when he was missed There was a few kind of ropey performances And goals conceded But yeah, Kyogo fit and available With the threat that he poses is a big, big player for Celtic
2: Yeah, um, but James on the line is absolutely correct It's wonderful for the Celtic fans To look at a bench that contains So many players who'd be Obviously, automatic mm-hmm. starts everywhere else in the country, uh, but Kyogo, there's just something about him. You know, he plays the game with a smile on his face. He's terrific pace. He's eye for goal. So busy in and around the uh, in and around the box that uh, you know he's a real talisman for Celtic. Will he start tomorrow? I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure because Ange Postecoglou has been here long enough to know. There's a little forward planning required because they've
1: got a, mm, the weekend after they've got a big game. Yeah, I've heard that actually, now that you mention it. What else is on your mind tonight, James?
5: Uh, just uh, when, when Hugh was talking there, I he was saying about Posta Coglu versus uh, Beal. Anyone said Beal there? You know? um, uh, Posta Coglu versus Beale, um They said they've, they've played the same amount of games, they've got the same amount of points. So their head, they're, you know, they're exactly the same They're not because Celtic have increased the goal difference and I think as far as watching football, if you said to any neutral that likes football here's a free ticket to go for other watch Celtic, here's one to go and watch Rangers, I think they would choose Celtic as far as good football as you know, watching good football
2: Well, you know, we always go on about the results driven business and I do appreciate your point, James, that the goal difference is wildly in favour of Celtic, but all that people are trying to do Is point out That they've had the same number of games They have drawn The game against each other At Ibrooks And they have no defeats Either of them That's all we're saying mm. it's, it's not A means to start a fight It's simply to point out no, that Everything is here though yeah, Clearly yeah, <laughs> yeah But it's simply to point out That Michael Beale Has transformed Rangers Since he came in The, the Giovanni Van Bronker side Would have been even further behind Celtic Than Rangers are now But Michael Beale has changed everything And that's all that people are trying to point out
1: Yeah I mean look Kenny James may well be right Do you know what I'm not sure they would uh, publicly admit it I, I, Or maybe they would I don't know there, there are probably Quite a few Rangers fans Who right now would still concede That Celtic are Got a bit more of a swagger about them Play a bit, a bit more of an eye-catching style Are a bit more exciting I, I just don't know if David Martindale Meant that You know if, if he had sat there and said Rangers are every single bit as good as Celtic They do everything the same as Celtic uh, Their goal difference is the same as Celtic Then I would expect responses like James to say Actually, I think you'll find um, I'm pretty sure from David Martindale It was just more of an acknowledgement That they've picked up the same points
3: Absolutely is that's, that's And that's all it is it's, uh, Michael's came in and what he's done Is because he was absolutely right And I couldn't agree more Rangers would be further behind Had that change not came Because I think The whole Attitude The whole Environment has changed And the picture's changed As Michael's came in He's now getting more Out of the players That were underperforming At the start of the season And that's Big players Guys like Morelos and Kent Ryan Jack coming back And Kamara I think Lundström wasn't great At the start of the season as well His performances are picking up Tavern there, There's guys that are just Going to be happy That Michael is back in the building And you've seen that Through the performances More so the results But when they've actually Not been playing At the maybe level That Celtic have been Because I probably Do agree with James You would rather go And watch Celtic With the way they play But Rangers At the moment Mm. They're doing what needs To be done Which is winning Games of football They've got a cup final To look forward to They're unbeaten In Michael's term As manager Like you said The only drop points Were against Celtic So things are moving In the right direction For Rangers And that's what needed To happen Michael said that the league's probably a really really low possibility this season and it's probably gone before he came in so all he can do is make sure the team's winning games move them forward and try and win these cups mm. big chance next week and at the end of the, of the season mm. with the showpiece the Scottish cup they probably need to be involved in that as well.
1: I mean is that not all it really is James for instance everyone Hugh has been regular in in his praise for Celtics consistency And and keeping churning out these results Given that your team's done that You you would have expected the gap To to have increased beyond nine By now, would you not?
5: Well, I I don't know Because the teams that Rangers have played They've struggled in a lot of the games You know, they haven't exactly Blown any teams away Apart from Hearts. That doesn't surprise me
1: But that's Um, my point then, isn't it? Because before that These same teams were, were Causing Rangers problems And Celtic have kept up Their part of the bargain They've won Constantly They just keep on Winning So is that not all it is just an acknowledgement that Well put it this way Hugh Would you When Michael Beal was appointed Would you have expected the gap To increase at some point
2: Uh, I think you have to give Michael Beal Some time to see What kind of job he's doing Therefore At that point I would not have said They'll go further behind Celtic Um, If you knew though That Celtic were going to win Every game though Like they have I had no expectation Of Michael Peel Other than uh, You know He clearly wanted the job Very badly Uh, My only Observation on the matter Was the one I've made That if Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Was still In place At Rangers Rangers would be Much further behind Than Mm -hmm. nine points With Celtic having A phenomenal goal difference As well
1: so that is a yes to the question that I asked you right at the start. I <laughs> no, I mean, you, you know, just said, would you have expected the gap to be bigger?
2: I, 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 I had no expectation mm. of the gap when Michael Beale came in because you had to see how he was going to hit the ground. There were times when he said the team were poor but got away with it, such as at Aberdeen on the night that Scott Arfield saved them. There were other times when he said, I mean, it's. Recently his last Sunday Against Partick Thistle In the Scottish Cup He said The performance was And I quote Lousy uh, So You know the, However he's got there He's got the same number of wins And that mm-hmm. draw He shares it with Ange Postacoglu And we move on But the goal difference though well, That's what James wanted to remind you of Well that's because the, the goal difference is there Because Kyogo. I think, would barely have reached the dressing room after being taken off last son, eh, Saturday when uh, Abada and Maeda combined and Maeda scored. You know, So your number one mm. man goes off the park and within a minute or so, Daisen Maeda has scored and, and later on, when things are not going as well as the fans had hoped, Ants Coglu looks around to the bench and said, you, you and you, on you go. And they all start scoring So it's a wonderful position for Celtic to be in And
1: that is why the goal difference is the way it is Thanks James 01419511025 We're asking you Celtic fans How big a boost is it to have Kyogo back How highly do you rate his uh, return to the team Rangers fans What are you thinking uh, Ahead of the trip to Livy Mullerwell fans The managerial hunt How's it looking All of the above Take your pick We'll speak to you next
0: yeah. The voice of Scottish football Call 0141 Clyde 1 Super
1: scoreboard Duke Evans Kenny Miller Both here Both waiting for you To get in touch on 0141 951 uh, You can tweet your thoughts as well At Clyde SSB Let's bring in Ken Who's a Celtic fan Kyogo's back Ken How uh, pleasing is that for you?
6: I'm, I'm very pleased to have him back By the way Hi Kenny Hi Shogun. hi Gordon Hello. Hi Um I mean, I wouldn't play him tomorrow I mean, if he falls down and that's actually what he's he out of the Rangers game I would rather he be able to play the Rangers game for, for sure Give him an extra week off just to get ready for it And I would leave him out tomorrow I would play Hugh Quano tomorrow you
1: know? There's a good debate, Hugh Are you rest in um, go tomorrow with the cup
2: final in mind? Well, I would, I would simply answer Ken by saying What if he starts at Hamden and the shoulder goes there? Uh, that's you got a problem In mm. the midst of a cup final I think Ange Postacoglu I, I think Ken just means Protect him before that game though, doesn't he But I think Ange Postacoglu Is the kind of Practical guy Who will say Look Either he's fit Or he's not fit And if he's fit Then uh, You know He will play him At some stage I would not envisage He may not start the game But I would not envisage Kyogo.
1: Failing to come on At some point In the game against Aberdeen Fit and raring to go I think Ange Postacoglu says Is that all you need to know Kenny Or is there an element of protection That Ken wants Listen
3: I can understand why With these shoulder things Again I don't know the the exact extent Of the injury But when he's fallen And it looks There's not a lot in it And then You've seen so many players Where that shoulder just pops out They try and pop it back in I think somebody was talking last week about well at least he's, he's he can pop it back and doesn't need operated on because these types of things do but it looks like it's happening it could be a weakness in there I would be protecting him for next week because next week's the important thing like you says if they're toiling and it's 1-1 tomorrow going to that last 25 minutes then Kyogo's coming on there's no doubt about it because it's going to be three points and, and you want to continue this this fantastic runny form that they're on but next week first bet of silverware up for grabs an old firm cup final uh, I know what's taking preference in my mind
2: mm. But if the weakness is there Kenny The weakness will still be there Absolutely a it'll be there,
3: there Hugh But well, listen we might as well say that for the rest of the season then He's just not going to play yeah. You've got to look Listen it's another week where he's normally been put in a situation Where he can trouble it Does that improve the injury I don't even know because we don't know exactly what it is But there's no doubt what the most important game In the next two is And it's going to be next weekend In
2: September He fell down mm. Two minutes into the game against Rangers at Celtic Park And it's the same scenario Take him off And all of a sudden Celtic start scoring from all directions And it finishes 4-0 against Rangers So as I say, Kyogo, if he wasn't there through injury uh, It would be a blow for Celtic But not a fatal blow And I just think, I go back to Ange Postacoglu The great pragmatist if he's in the squad tomorrow, that means Ange Postecoglou considers Kyogo good to go.
1: Who does Ange Postecoglou work these things? Ken, is the the team that starts tomorrow? Does that give you any clues about the team that starts against Rangers, or are these entirely separate things?
6: I, I think they're separate things, but can I just add that was it not a game against? Hibs? He scored two, and went off injured, and we won that final. I think that was a final, wasn't it? Right, Uh, I would rather that happen against Rangers. Right, than he get up tomorrow and couldn't make the Rangers game at all. I'd rather have him for the first half of the Rangers game than for the whole game tomorrow. You know what I mean? But I don't think. I mean, the starting lineup tomorrow. I think we can probably just all name it anyway, and it'll probably be the same lineup for Rangers if everyone uh, is un uh, is unscathed. You know what I mean? Here is. I would also like to say that the way Kyogo plays is on the shoulder of the defenders. Which when you read about him before he came that's the way he always played. But I think that also means that we get more scrutiny for the offsides with the VAR which may look to some Celtic fans as we're being picked on and I don't think it's the case I just think it's the way he plays a lot of his game on the shoulder which brings that That's scrutiny when uh, a goal
2: comes off it The
1: shoulder is featuring heavily (laughs) In two
2: different ways tonight I applaud Ken for the amount of distances Covered in a short space of time We're already discussing the Celtic team To play Rangers in a cup final that's still
1: You were the one that gave your prediction About three
2: weeks ago Yeah, You asked me a question (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's also got his concerns about VAR It used to be when Celtic were playing Aberdeen You focused on Celtic playing Aberdeen uh, and I think they should, and I think Ange Postacoglu will, because the 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 old rules apply. The nine point gap with the goal difference is there. Ange Postecoglou wants to make sure it stays there. You don't want any psychological problems the week before the cup final. Uh, so I think Kyogo is in the squad and will appear. Either from the
1: start or at some stage. What do you think? Are you agreeing or disagreeing with you? These were Ange Postacoglu's thoughts on that game tomorrow.
4: I think it's always a challenge when um, you know you're kind of meeting a team with a new manager. I mean, Barry's had a couple of games now. I think the first game, yeah, you know, they had a man set off really early, and then um, they got a good result and good performance last week, uh, last game, and then they kind of had a weekend off, which which means you know he's had a chance to work with the team. So. We gotta be ready for that. You know, at their best they're they're a good side. They've got some very you know good individual players who can hurt you, particularly in an attacking sense. So um you know, we gotta be ready for it. But at the same time our form's been uh, been pretty good uh for quite a while now. And um yeah, you know, particularly at home, if we uh you know, if we start the game well and, and play to our tempo, we know we'll be hard to stop.
1: Thanks to Ken, 01419511025. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB if you so wish. It'd be nice to catch up on either. Uh, medium I suppose This is a repeat isn't it Of the opening day of the season Celtic 2 Aberdeen 0 wasn't it Stephen Welsh Opened the scoring uh, For for Celtic It seems That seems like a long time ago That does Yeah, um, yeah Does the Barry Robson Factor Change things How big a, an incentive Would this be for him If he's trying to prove That he can yeah. get the job To go and try and do something As I say My guess is That they will Appoint a manager for the
2: start of next season, and Barry Robson will see out the remainder of this one. Um, it's big for him, though, because what would really impress your owner and your incoming CEO, Alan Burrows, uh, to to beat Celtic at Celtic Park. I mean, that that would be incredible. Uh, but I just think that as Ange Postecoglou touched upon there, the run has been terrific. The form of the players. Has been terrific, and the ability to change things and bring on players of equal quality—if things aren't going your way—just makes Celtic such a, a, a terrifying
1: proposition at the moment. You know, don't get me wrong. The the headline acts were Darvill and Hibbs, and even Hearts for, for Jim Goodwin sacking Kenny. Don't get me wrong, but it's interesting that a lot of the negativity. Um, sort of started in a one nil defeat at home to Celtic, which on the on the face of it doesn't sound that bad. But you remember that day the way Aberdeen set up at home to Celtic um, got a lot of stick uh, for for Jim Goodwin. It'd be interesting to see how Barry Robson approaches this tomorrow, and as as we were discussing with Hugh there, how how much of a an incentive he he takes from it in terms of trying to earn the job on a full time basis.
3: Listen, Barry Robson will look at this as a a huge huge opportunity to put a. A real stamp on this team And give them an opportunity For this job There's 13 games left Aberdeen have obviously Jumped for manager to manager Over the last couple of seasons It's not quite worked out They're in a battle at the moment They can still finish strongly That's why like If the right man becomes available And they're going through The process right now And that man's there And they believe in that man And they may make the decision I do tend to agree with you That they may let it run its course now And see how Barry gets on Tomorrow is a huge opportunity for them. Listen it's one where the odds are heavily against him But he's got a chance to go and set a team up To cause Celtic problems They do have good players Aberdeen have got good players And they've invested a lot of money Over the summer to give Jim a team That could be capable Again, trying to get that third spot back away for Hearts They're probably going to fall short of that this year But they've still got good players there Particularly in the attacking areas Duke having a really good season Majofsky is right up there in the goal scoring charts And they've got good Adding Graham Shinney back into that midfield as well They've got a good blend of players in there it's uh, They can go and trouble Celtic But, but Celtic are so strong I mean Hughes mm. alluded to the squad this, Who's going to play Who's not going to play Well for the debate This Kyogo player Well Hughes actually It doesn't really matter Because they've got like for like Which they have They've got a really really strong squad So whichever squad Ange picks Is going to be strong favourites To go and win this game But for Barry Robson It's not a free hit But what he's got is a chance To go back to his old stomping ground He's, he's been at Aberdeen for a long time. He's maybe been waiting for this opportunity to come along. He's got it now, he's got a chance to go and make a mark.
1: Let's bring in John who's a Celtic fan and get his thoughts on it. John, take it away. Hi
3: sure, Kenny
1: and Gordon. Hello. Hello. Oh, the the guys actually store a bit of my
7: thunder there a bit. I, I would actually rest Kyogo tomorrow sure. I, I saw a bit but uh, what I was what Gordon was asking earlier on there about uh where do you rank Great Kyogo alongside Dumbelli and Edward? Well, I think 90-95% of Celtic fans that Kyogre got there ahead of him for the simple reason is Edward was too full sell and he downed tools and maybe Dembele as well don't really know but apparently he had a fallout with Brendan Rodgers about a move that was promised but Kyogo's just as you said just, it's it just you, exuberance the way everybody's all the fans love him the way that the amount of energy he puts into the game I mean but actually I think I mean as Gordon and there about the Celtic fans I think Kyogo will be far more love with the Celtic fans than the, the mentioned.
1: I think he certainly will be now, Hugh, because that's yeah. that's the way it works. He's he's there. He's yours. You still love him. You've not you've not broken up the way that you, you know yeah. you have with with Dembele and Edward. Just like just it's one of those unavoidable comparisons people make. You know, in in terms of how how good he is. Is he is he up there with those two? Is he? On course to surpass them Has he surpassed them Could he ever How do you
2: look you, at him You spoke earlier on About uh, entertainment And one of the earlier callers Said You uh, would rather watch Celtic Than Rangers Etc etc I would rather watch Kyogo Than Moussa Dembele Or Odson Edward. Uh And I, I just find His energy And what he brings To the team And, and his goal scoring ability I go back to that game At Dundee United uh, Sorry producer Callum When it was 9-0 at Danidice. uh You know that He was sensational that day He scores from
1: distance He scores from close in uh, He He's a treat to watch mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice question To try and answer for John And, and the fellow Celtic fans Kenny Because those two were good as well To watch weren't they? I think Eduard in particular Had a real sort of Nice class. style, class. You know, That's there was a, good a real
3: word for class it, yeah. about him, you know. And and Bailey was different as well. I mean, he's I mean, you just got to look at what he's went on to do. I mean, he's playing at a, a real high level. Uh, he actually played really, really well while he was in the country. But as it stands right now, Kyogo's got more league goals than he ever did over the course of a season. Mm. So in terms of outscoring them, but they're different players, different players altogether. I get what Hugh's saying. Kyogo's full of energy. Looks like he's enjoying life. Uh, I mean, Edward is a class act. You know, he, he really was. He had he had pretty much everything. Uh, he did score a decent number of goals as well But, you know, somebody prefers a, a certain type of player I mean, Kyogo doesn't take too much to do with the game You know, so some people, ah, well, I like the forward to come and get more involved While still scoring goals You know, so everybody likes different things But there's no doubt
1: You'd have come he, up against the previous two, I guess What were they like to, to I mean, you'd have been well, opposite ends of the pitch But what were his, they like to face?
3: His first old-firm game, barely scored a hat-trick mm-hmm. You know, so it was uh, And he he's came up on a free transfer from Fulham And it was really, really good business to get him because he was I think he was There was a lot of teams in England Would, would, would have liked to have got him Edward comes as well And obviously the, You had that snippet To see him on loan So you knew what you were getting You knew the class act That was coming in So these guys were Different types of players They were I mean it's hard It's hard. To, yes there were strikers Yes there were number nines But they were bringing different things I would actually maybe say Dembele and Kyogo Would maybe be a little bit more alike Edward liked to drift left He liked to go on dribbles He could score all types of goals as well Uh But done a wonderful job. That's who's there. That's who's in Mm. front of us right now. He's scoring a lot of goals. I think he's 19 league goals so far uh, already, which is an incredible return he'll probably go to get probably around about the 25 mark maybe even more come the end of the season so it'll be a wonderful season for him uh, he's probably he's going to get another league and he's got a chance to go and finish off with, with trophies as well because as much as you do all the individual work it's about these teams winning mm. and being successful and at the moment he's playing part of a successful team
1: I mean, Ange Postacoglu said he's fit and ready to go John, Hugh doesn't see any sense in resting him tomorrow why Why do you think that is such a, a, a good idea? I
7: just think I mean, as I say, I'm mean, don't count your chickens before the hatch, but I think the league's in the bag, and uh, obviously they want next week is be the first part of the treble. So I would just, to me, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would rest them no the more. But as I said, I know the amount of energy he puts into the team and that. So I mean, it brings the fans in as well. So it's it's a flip of the coin, but I would, I would, I would, I would uh, play the young older I would, but I thought I quite like the look of that boy. And you, see, when I come back to. Uh, you're talking about the first Rangers and the Celtic game of the season That he went off then they won 4 nine. I think you'll see that Lundstrom sort of done Kyogo that day It wasn't just a He hurt it himself He was out to do him that day if you remember the game
1: Oh great, that's exactly what this <laughs> show means <needs. laughs> ar- Is an argument about a John Lundstrom tackle However many months ago September the 3rd uh, Answer the you man
2: know, I, I think in the heat of old firm battle There will be clashes of the type That you witnessed there I do not believe To use uh, John's expression
1: That a player mm. went out to do Another player What do you think? Did John Lundstrom go out, out to do Kyogo six months ago? I'm only kidding right? That's, that's just, I don't know if that's a debate Anyone needs uh, on a Friday night uh, You can call us though 01419511025 I suppose what's Quite interesting in terms of Tomorrow and then next week Kenny Had Take that night That you mentions There was a time there For understandable reasons If Kyogo didn't play Then Giacomacchus did You had your ready made Replacement We even had people who thought At times Jackie was Was the better option Oh Might be that guy But it's Early enough in his Celtic career That When Kyogo did go off Last week It was Leela Bada Who came on And it, it wasn't O That came and Replaced him So We'd, we'll never know because it now looks like Kyogo's fit, but it would have been interesting to see if O would have been pitched straight into that type of atmosphere or if the more experienced guys would have been shuffled around.
3: I think, well, again, I think Maeda's came as a striker, so I think he would have been the guy that went through. And I think when uh, Abada did come on, Maeda then went through uh, the middle and replaced Kyogo. So they've got options, We see, I remember at the start of the, the season we're talking about all the attacking options Celtic have got, whether it be through the middle, with Maeda, with Kyogo, with Giacomacchus, whether it be wide areas, when you've got Jota, you've got Abada, you've got James Forrest who had came into a bit of goal scoring form when he first came into the team, they've got real options and there is flexibility within those options as well. If Kyogo wasn't fit and available, I would expect their front three to be Jota, Maeda and Abada. That would it's be
1: not all yet
3: I don't mm. think Again I've, I've not even seen I don't think I've seen One minute mm. of him in, in action so far So again It's hard for me to judge But that's that's tried and tested These guys They've done it They've scored goals They've played at the games They know the opposition it, That he, was what I would expect
2: He's tantalising Because he, he comes on Against St. Johnston And he rolls Considine And he wins the free kick That uh, leads to a goal From David Turnbull And he, he looks Strong And a handful to take care of, and then he he came on against St Mirren, and he took his goal well. You know, it was a real predators finish, uh, and I think he he looks a player all right. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he get more game time tomorrow.
1: Uh, Hugh Keaven's and Kenny Miller are here. Certainly not comedy act pundits for you on a Friday night. If you want to get in touch, 01419511025 and we'll speak to you next.
0: This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Kenny Miller and Hugh Kevens Are here at 01419511025 Or it's Twitter At Clyde SSB Uh, Hugh the the, the sort of pantomime nature Of of Scottish football at times Who would have thought That the dominant story On my Twitter feed today Appears to be Some sort of War of words Between Michael Beale And Chris Sutton Neither of whom are here To defend themselves of course But as a long standing member Of the Scottish football Pantomime community uh, I wondered what you'd made of it From a safe distance Because it's usually you That's getting it in the neck Yeah I I just think Pundit
2: A noise manager Manager slams pundit It's a very old story (laughs) Uh, And the pundit he has slammed Has a column in The Daily Record tomorrow morning And Michael Beale has done the columnist An immense favour because he will now uh, Pick his Phrases very carefully overnight.
1: Oh, uh, you know, he doesn't it? need to wait. It's been all over Twitter. There have yeah. been little nibbles back. I think he's on some other, is it in BT Sport this evening doing the same? And I, I, uh, Michael Beale didn't hold back, said he was the worst player ever to play for Chelsea. Yeah. I won't mention his name. I try to forget him. It's uh, uh, it yeah, will, quite well, something. It just happened when he said he was the
2: worst player ever to play for Chelsea, the audience should have shouted, Oh, no, he wasn't. Uh, but Chris Sutton praised. Michael Beale for the concession of the gold to Patek Thistle, and rightly so, because Michael Beale did the right thing. The question about would you do it in an old firm game? Of course, he wouldn't, and Ange Postacoglu wouldn't do it either, because our customers here, our callers, would demand the head of the manager who did it in an old firm mm-hmm. game. There were people on social media who were calling for Michael Beale to be sacked after the Partick Thistle game. So it will never, ever happen in an old firm game. Ange Postacoglu would not do it. Michael Beale could not do it because he heard the booing at Ibrooks last Sunday when he when he did allow it to happen. But Michael Beale
1: was in the right, and the fans were in the wrong. It ends up just getting it all about what's the word I'm looking for? Out of control because then and the, the the tribal nature of it, Celtic fans will say, oh, yeah, well, well Chris Sutton did this in his career, and he actually he was a really good player, and he, he was a better player than you were, Michael Beal, and, and it sort of just it gets a bit daft, Kenny. I don't know. I, I can see both sides. I see why, if you're a Rangers fan, you have this dislike for Chris Sutton, and you are happy that your manager has gone in studs up on him. I can also see a school of thought where you say, well... If you think someone, anyone, not Chris Sutton If you think anyone is a comedy actor, an attention seeker Or is looking for a reaction Don't give them the reaction You, you pretend they're irrelevant And that, that's the biggest insult you can, you can give you, you do not acknowledge their existence You do not let it get under your skin How do you sit on all of this? I'm sure you've seen it many times
3: Firstly, Michael was bang on to do what he'd done last week at party. It was a misunderstanding with Tillman The situation It was a goal that shouldn't have been You could clearly see Holt was going to uh, uh, Kick the ball back to Rangers to the, As far away from his goal as possible by the way to, So they could restart their, their attack back for Alan McGregor Tillman's misread it He's went and scored the goal Wonderful ability by the way When he went through as well But they've done the right thing End of That's it Doesn't matter Rangers don't need to be winning games of football like that Michael said it afterwards And he's bang on Secondly On the On the spat with Chris Sutton I think you'll find Michael will just draw a line under this because he's got bigger fish to fry you know he's got well, cup he finals to he could, have, though, he, he, he could have not kind of jumped into it I get it uh, it's clearly a comment that's up to him because it's questioning his principles that's uh, hope we never have to see if it's going to happen in an old firm game or not Because if it's the right thing to do It's the right thing to do Rest assured you know?
1: I'll be phoning in sick Right <laughs> That's
2: all you two need so to know uh, <laughs> it won't happen It's like players swapping jerseys You will never I'll, I'll forget in my lifetime I'll concentrate on younger men You will never in your lifetime See Celtic and Rangers players Swap jerseys at the end of the game I watched a 4-4 game Back in the day at Ibrox Fantastic game And the crowd gave mm. both sets of players a standing ovation at time up. Those days have gone. It will never happen, the no firm game, because the fallout
1: would be such yeah. that there'd be calls for whichever manager did it, to be sacked. The, I mean, the nature of this, Kenny, like I said, it, look, it's a bit of fun for some people and some people get very heated about it, so Chris Sutton has now appeared on TV tonight calling Michael Beale thin-skinned. Now, I really genuinely hope that... He, I'm sorry a few people do find this exciting. Surely the next time someone speaks to Michael Beale, they're not going to ask him what he makes of being called thin-skinned. And then th- this is... This, this is where Scottish football gets out of control It's What's another the chance
3: for him Just to kind of draw a line there And not even respond to Because this is this is what Chris does You know Chris is in the media He's, mm. he's, a, he's been a pundit for a long time and he, and he does what he does very very well So it's uh, Michael's got bigger things to worry about He's got cup finals coming up He's got Again he'll, he'll be looking now As much of the January transfer Windows done He'll be now be looking ahead to a summer one To see what he needs for next season To get this team competitive in the league To win the league back He's, he's got small matter a cup final a week on Sunday be looking to get to a Scottish Cup final he's got bigger things to worry about with this team and getting them winning games and winning trophies and I must
1: admit I feel like we've got bigger things to worry about with the stuff that comes out of the pundits mouth on this show without worrying about other pundits but it just felt like it was one of those big stories uh, that we had to acknowledge now I want to squeeze just a collar in before the news if we can um, before we get too distracted John is a Rangers fan what are you thinking tomorrow then John Livy away um, managers always talk about taking one game at a time. We know that's nonsense. We know there's a cup final. Would it be nice to go into that with a convincing victory away at Livingston? Hi, good evening. How are you doing? The Good, yeah. thank you. Good. I've got, two, I've got
8: two points. hope I get
7: my
1: two points. Oh um, right, we're we're bang up against it. I must admit, time wise, but let's carry on. See how we go. I'll,
7: I'll go with my, I'll go with my second point. I want to, I want to say thanks to Hugh Evans for for last week after that disgusting ban at the Celtic Park. He's the only person I've heard in the media. Has actually come out and spoke about this. You know, all week we spoke about the Michael Beal thing, which was Michael Beal did the, the right thing last week at IBLS 100%. And I see that the referees union I'm not very happy now. But I would like to thank you. Not very often I say that. I would like to thank you for coming out last week because the Celtic football club me made a statement regarding this. And my, my first point was that I can go to my first point. We play everything tomorrow. We always kind of find it difficult tomorrow. I think we'll get a result. I think it may, it may be the team of bit, But, but sure. thanks very much for last week You're the
1: only one that's come out Thank you Just quickly, right Before we, again, before we get this way wrong John then says, I mean we spent all last week talking about Michael But what happened at Ibrooks on the pitch last week with that goal Is a million times, a million times more interesting In a Scottish football discussion show Than a banner about Douglas Ross Whether you agree with the sentiment or not Whether you agree with the language or not that's a much more worthy talking well, point
2: I don't disagree I'll, I'll, I'll give uh, John my answer very quickly uh, In response to his thanks The banner was appalling There you are
1: Move Great. on then And then people, no it wasn't, why you said I mean, why did, why did we do this? There's, by the way, there was a call there about um, Another call about Lundström's tackle on Kyogo in September that, that's, that's now the world that we, that we are in And we are out of time which means that there's no time for any sort of balance or discussion around we go but um, there we are John, you and Hugh can um, agree on that and it brings us up to time for this already
0: Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: Right, to Beat the Pundit time 01419511025 If you want to take on Hugh Keevens, I tell you what Kenny Miller might have been out of practice A little bit He's been away He's got a nervous look in his eye Let's see what we've got tonight If you fancy Beat the Pundit You need to call before 7 And we'll get you on next
0: Tackle the Headlines 01419511025 Played one super scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here It's been one of those nights, I must admit We want to argue about banners from last week John Lundstrom tackles from September And all of the usual madness in between 01419511025 If you'd like to talk about actual football on the pitch this weekend And how you think it'll go, that would be nice You could pick up the phone uh, and do that What about you Motherwell fans There's a high profile Managerial search on there Hugh Kevins, You're waving at me That always worries me No, no I just wondered If I could say
2: hello To a football player Who's having an operation On Monday and, All right. and wish her well You can My pal's daughter Chloe Craig Plays for Celtic ladies And scored two goals Last weekend And was going for a third And got a double fracture Of the cheekbone and it has a rope raised in Monday Absolutely Good Get well soon
1: We just turned this into the GBX section actually Because I've been meaning all week uh, To wish a happy 60th birthday uh, To a regular listener Never misses a show Jim Kennedy Celebrating the big birthday this week He's also had a bit of a tough time of it recently Jim And we wanted to wish him All the best Oh, on a Jim now. A spring chicken Compared to you of course A child A <laughs> uh, bit to go to catch up So happy birthday Jim I uh, hope you're managing to enjoy your week as much as possible. Let's do this then, shall we? Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online, uk slash
1: football. Okay, Beat the Pundit time. Let's try and finish the week on a high, you listeners. You did get one on the board... Was it Wednesday night? We saw Marvin Bartley lose, didn't we? That was good fun. How did last night go? Was it a victory for the... Pundits I suspect it might have been God the three Oh jeez That's that's worse That's why I've tried to forget about it Dylan's in Airdrie How's it going Dylan? Yeah I'm good for you Now here's the thing Dylan Kenny Miller's not bad At beat the Pundit He's pretty good On his day But he's been He's been out of action For a few months Is there a rustiness there That you want to take advantage of Or would you rather Take on Hugh Evans? knowing
7: Kenny being a Celtic legend yeah, so
1: I would like to play again <laughs> <laughs> welcome back yeah, is that the type boy, of thing you've yeah, missed? I, missed it. I absolutely missed it yeah, good. good to be back uh, heads it will be Hugh tails it will be Celtic legend Kenny Miller things you never thought you would hear anyway going to need to wait to next week it's a heads it's Hugh Keevans up against Dylan in aird race so what we do in this circumstance is we give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to turn it up nice and loud so that he can't cheat Dylan I'm sure he wouldn't a man of Unbelievable integrity And we get your clock ready So it's 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Okay Perfect Right top man Your time starts now Which current Rangers player Has 140 international caps? Alan McGregor Which German side Were in Celtic's Champions League Group earlier this season? Pass What Scotsman started A Champions League match Earlier this week? Andy Robertson Which Dundee team Have won more Scottish Cups United or Dundee? United Which former player Is currently in temporary Charge of Partick Thistle Oh Pass Which team is Gary Mackay Steven currently Playing for Pass Okay Let's bring back Hugh Keevans can you hear us I can Good Same set of questions Don't mess it up now Are you ready Okay let's go which current Rangers player Has 140 international caps Stephen Davis Which German side Were in Celtic's Champions League group Earlier this Leipzig. season Which Scotsman Started a Champions League Game this week Jack Henry Which Dundee team Have won more Scottish Cups United or Dundee Dundee United Which former player Is currently In temporary charge Of Partick Thistle Chris Doolan Which team is Gary Mackay Stephen Currently at Hearts. Who won Scottish League 1 Last season
2: Um. Passed.
1: Which English to we start that in time Producer Callum Which English side Does Lee McCulloch Have over 200 appearances for Wigan Dylan what do you think Dylan? I've been up, done a belter <laughs> Oh no That's never good I've been done a belter <laughs> oh. Says Dylan <laughs> um, Well Yeah Let's find out sounded What the it confidence Bang on it Bang on this guy. Right on his game 140 international caps Dylan it's Stephen Davis It's not Alan McGregor um, so one 0 to Hugh Keevans. Um The German side in Celtic's Champions League group this season was RB Leipzig. It goes two 0 Hugh. I mean, you're a Celtic fan, Dylan. Did you just panic under the That's pressure? That the game they played at Celtic Park at all? <laughs> <It's even worse>. <laughs> <laughs> at the game, oh dearie me! And I feel for you here, Dylan, because a, a calculated guess—you know—what Scotsman to play the Champions League game this week? You went for Andy Robertson, but it was it was Jack Hendry. So Hugh Evans. Uh, is indeed correct 3-0 up Look at this Producer Callum He's about to say his farewells to the show yeah. And so he's had to just sneak one in About which Dundee team has won more Scottish Cups I see right through this guy Pathetic <laughs> um, Anyway It was Dundee United By 2-1 to one. I thought it'd have been more than that I must admit 2-1 um, to one. Uh, You both got that right Dylan So well done You've got some points on the board uh, But you're still trailing uh, quite significantly, and it got worse because Chris Doolan is in charge of Thistle. You got hearts for Gary Mackay, Stephen, but Hugh even had time to pass on Cove Rangers, winning League mm. One, and to get Lee McCulloch right. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two to Hugh oh. Keevens. Dylan, that is enough to ruin your weekend. Absolutely. I'm picking up the this. <laughs> See you, Dylan. That was Dylan and Airdrie.
3: Bag. It was a good, it would have been a good night for me to come back into it as well. Really doable uh, questions. I was, I was on for everyone. But yep. were, you happy, everyone. were you
1: happy to see your colleague there? Oh, he was per, on fire. Perform oh, On fire.
3: Can't believe he never got Cove.
1: Do you feel like he's gone from yep. strength to strength in your absence? Do you he's, feel like he's a he's more rounded, be the pundit yep. performer? Yeah, he's been putting a yeah, lot that of That was in good yep. from you. That, that was, was good. Bad. good.
3: Well,
2: it's not often. I'm going to take all the plaudits and praise
1: Because it's not often <laughs> Fine Yep I'm okay with that I'm okay with that Thank you very much to Dylan and Airdrie though Because it takes a bit it takes a bit of bottle to come on here Everyone always says it. It's much easier when you're playing at home uh, So you can do that Next week we'll be back with more Beat the Pundit And if that means we've just finished a week Where the only loser was Marvin Bartley Then I am fine with that That is absolutely fine by me We better not be listening Oh he will be he panicked big time but I was listening to that I? show
3: by it was, a, it was tough
1: Oh he every, was
3: Every time he seems to get it I know you always say it But it, it, it was tough It was a tough night
1: Because there are certain questions That just don't suit him mm. Because he's We adopted him didn't we A few years ago But oh, he hates losing Which is of great delight To me they When it happens guzzling the water After it Where is the Palmerston Pep Tomorrow actually Hugh Oh away to Kelty mm, Okay Keep a wee eye on that Tomorrow um, good games tomorrow across the board yeah. Five in the Premiership And I said at the top of the show How many times in a season The Celtic and Rangers Both play at three o'clock on a Saturday It can't be more than Three no, Is no, it I don't no, know. no, not at all It can't be uh, Producer Callum uh, Reckons it has happened A couple of times this season already Are you sure? I mean, what makes that exciting me. I think is Because in
2: the modern day People will know The second Something happens at the Tony Macaroni or at Celtic Park And then the crowd start to get involved And it becomes a, a, a two-way thing
3: That is a good thing as a player You know, see when you've been in it You're is actually it? there and you can hear So yeah. you can hear a cheer and you're thinking There's nothing happened Or you think there's something went on Yeah, There's something went on at that. Or that or, and again you'll know If it's your yeah. fans you know That the other look, teams conceded eh?
1: Michael Beal himself this week You know, it, it, we're not it's not neck and neck It's not that absolute tension Where you're checking every two minutes And, and properly celebrating what's happened elsewhere Look, we're, we're maybe not at that stage But it, it's it's also not ludicrously far apart So no. you're, is this the last chance maybe? Not also, for, for it to get a bit interesting Or is that is that completely done for you?
2: Maybe. Well, given that there are two derbies left to be played uh, That's why you are enabled to say It's not ludicrously uh, large, the gap that Celtic have over Rangers. But, you know, tomorrow, it is the last game before the cup final. And you don't want anything to upset your mindset. And that applies to Rangers and to Celtic. I just think it's good to have that simultaneous action going on where if Aberdeen were to go a goal up... Tony Macaroni would explode And vice versa Celtic Park would love it If they heard that um, Livvy had gone ahead Against Rangers So You can't be in two places At one time Unless You listen to Super Scoreboard
1: Oh there we are There he is Straight away Marvin Bartley Moaning about the fish question That he got on Vita (laughs) Bundit The other night He got it wrong And he can't accept it Yeah It was very simple Apart from producer Callum Made a bit of a mess of the question But he still wouldn't have got it right anyway Are all Arsenal fans like that Or is it just him? Well they will be Yeah will be extra grumpy this week Because the title's starting to yeah, slip, slip away, away from yeah, them, yeah. isn't yeah. it So anyway 0141 951 1025 Let's hear a bit from Stuart Kettlewell Game not till Sunday But a very interesting situation They're brewing At Fur Park Stevie Hamill This time last week Was the Motherwell manager Everyone was looking At a potential shock At Stark's Park And it happened It very much happened Stevie Hamill paid the price In came Stuart Kettlewell Won the other night The emergence of a shortlist Including Jack Ross Grant McCann And Ian Holloway Came to the fore And now Jack Ross Appears to not be Part of that So what happens this weekend Here was The thoughts of Stuart Kettlewell it's been made very clear. I've had a conversation with the the board and I've asked me to take the game again on on Sunday. So again, that makes it really clear for the players and for everybody that surrounds the football club. That wee bit of certainty is there and we know what we're going to do for the next couple of days. What happens thereafter, I don't know. There's been no interviews from my situation. I've been pretty busy. I don't know if you know, over the last couple of days, there's been a lot going on in terms of preparing the team. I'm not expecting anything moving forward. My focus has to be on trying to make sure that we're right and we can we can acquit ourselves right on Sunday. Let's bring in Ian, who's, who is a Motherwell fan. What are your thoughts on this at the moment, then, Ian, as things stand?
8: Well, by the way, good evening, gents, to start off with. Hello. My first time caller, I um, have you. up about the position of the manager of Motherwell. The names, as you mentioned, Ian Holloway and Grant McCann, uh, that's a wee bit suspect for me because Motherwell's went down that line before with Jim Gannon, Barracroft. Who's English-Irish And Alexander Who spent most of his time down in England Which I would say Complete failures So what does the panel think? Should they go for a Scottish player like Kerrwell I know Jack Ross is his yeah, I don't know the reason Why it was too short of a contract I've no idea So it's just to see what the panel thinks
1: Yeah I mean I think basing on nationality Is a bit um no, of a not road I wouldn't like to go no. down However Basing it on Does that person know Scottish football Is perfectly valid I think Yeah of course What what would you make of that then As as an argument from Ian Um, Instinctively And that's the
2: only way you can approach this Mm -hmm. Instinctively Because you don't know I don't fancy the idea of Grant McCann And I would have to be the last person in the world Who can be ageist But I'm not sure I fancy Ian Holloway either Um, I, I think Stuart Kettlewell Did he get the the managerial bounce From the players against St Mirren in midweek We'll find out on Sunday Uh, Jack Ross I I can imagine that Jack Ross At the back of his mind is thinking Dundee United at the start of the season um, Before that Hibbs Before that It didn't end well at Sunderland If he comes back in To the club management I think he wants a bigger certainty Than Muller will And I think he's possibly now thinking about With his qualifications that he possesses. Think about a job running a football club as opposed to a football team. Uh so of all the candidates so far, um my inclination, my instinct takes me
1: towards Kettlewell. What do you think? What have you made of it overall?
3: Yeah, I, I you know what they're they're fortunate they've got some money the experience is it, Stuart in the building. Uh, I like him, I like the way he speaks. He got a great result And again Q That manager bounce I know it doesn't exist <laughs> You either win or you lose You know Or draw But it's, uh, I like the fact That, that Stewart's in there uh, They've got a stable set of hands Who's got experience At the level He's actually been in the building So he'll know mm-hmm. the players He's played against the players And a lot of times as well When he's he's been uh, He's been the Ross County manager So they're fortunate They've got him in the building You know And what it does Is it allows them It buys them time You know They can breathe They can let see how it goes Over the weekend And maybe even longer And if the right guy Mm -hmm. Becomes available Then they go for it If Stuart becomes that right guy By the conversations He's constantly going to be Having with the board I don't think it would be The worst appointment Maybe to the end of the season To see how things go
1: So you think Ian Your best case scenario Is Stuart Kettlewell Leads Motherwell to victory On Sunday That makes it easier To appoint him You know You you would rather that Than the other two That have been mentioned
8: Well As I said before If we're doing this Line before We English Managers who doesn't know Scottish football at all, and that's way I, I
1: mean, mean you, you do need to. You can learn it, you know. I guess you. I think I'm thinking. I'm thinking of successful, um, ish Motherwell managers in, yeah. in recent years. So I know Stuart McCall had played up here, and everyone knows that, and he was a Scotland international. But I'm not sure how much he would have known the league inside out at, at the time of taking over, and went on to lead Motherwell to v- a few good finishes in the league even Stephen Robinson came in with Ian yeah. Barraclough that yeah. Ian mentions uh, and then eventually takes over two cup finals and and all that sort of stuff so you can you can come into this league and, and be good good managers are good managers is it worth considering where we are at right now though the calendar the league table you, is there is it harder to do that right now say you're an Ian Holloway or, or a Grant McCann Or if you're the Motherwell board Would you prefer someone Who can walk right into the building Know the players that are there And know the players that you're no, going to come because up against the, the because, nine, of because of where we're at the, the nine players
2: they brought in in the window I mean I'm quite sure that Ian Holloway Will have little or no knowledge of who's at Fair Park And you're correct that Motherwell are at a stage of the season Where they, they really need to make positive steps And they did midweek by beating St Mirren And I think if Stuart Kettlewell gets a result against Hearts, even if you don't want to appoint him on a permanent basis, just have faith in him from now until the end of the season. And then, obviously, if you're still in the the division, Mm -hmm. then he has to be a very strong contender. But I'm wary, nothing at all to do with nationality. I don't care where they come from. Uh, But I'm wary of the names that I am hearing and wary of their ability to come in and make an impact very quickly When
1: Motherwell need to keep going in a positive direction How much does it um, impact the decision, Kenny That Motherwell did this previously Gave Stevie Hamill a couple of games Then gave him the job on the back of it did that go against Stuart Kettlewell? I know they're different because He's got more managerial experience than, than Stevie Hamill did But can you still understand why some fans Or maybe even board members would say Well we don't want to go down that road again
3: I could understand why But that's also probably going down a similar road To say that an English guy's not going to know anything about Scottish football I mean, we know a lot about the English football So it can translate the other way as well Stuart Kevill's a completely different proposition to Stevie Hamill He's managed for a long, long time He's got a lot of coaching experience He's got a lot of experience Doing pretty well at the level Uh, He's had success at the level below Like I said, I think they're fortunate They've got someone like that in the building At the moment that can steady the ship He's got the experience, he can go and pick a team He knows how to go set up a team to go and get a result against Hearts he have done it many times uh, And he could go in there and Listen, like Hugh says, it doesn't need to be a big appointment Now and an announcement on Monday morning If he, if he gets the result Or if he doesn't get the result Against Hearts, so on. So, because Hearts are a very, very good team And it'll be favourites to go and beat Motherwell So he, no matter what the result is It doesn't really change the situation They've got Stuart Kettlewell there They've got an experienced man, he's a sensible head He's already p- put a win on the board but get some a little bit away for that that relegation spot. They've got time to let it breathe. That's it. You don't need to rush into any any decision. That says I think they're fortunate at this moment where we're at the season with thirteen games left. They've got someone like that in the building that can kind of steal them through this this kind of situation that they're in at the moment.
1: Ian Holloway is such a fascinating one because he's very very well known. You know, he's he's managed in the English yeah. Premier League. He is box office in terms of some of the the sound bites and some of the things that. He says he's hugely experienced. He's had success. He I mentioned this last night. He would probably be deeply offended if anyone wants to present him as some sort of comedy act who says wacky things. You know, he, he would he would point to a long and at times successful uh, career. Hugh, So, at the very least, could we all agree that it would be interesting? I don't um, know. I don't know if it would be good or bad I, on I, the pitch. But I don't think Mother will
2: are in the market for interesting. I think Mother will have to be in the market for.
1: Assurance Be good for the show though Wouldn't it Oh great If I push my per- If I separate my personal And professional feelings On the matter But listen w- Watched a manager With 900
2: games Under his belt Get the sack Last Sunday night And if you're listening Ian Poor decision uh, You ever come across Ian Holloway uh, Down must south Must have definitely Played mm.
3: against his team You know he's, he's someone Like you've, you've, you've pointed out to. He's managed some some good clubs in, in England. Obviously he's took Blackpool to the Premier League, incredible, which is an absolutely yeah, yeah. incredible achievement. Obviously Charlie Adam is at the right at the at the heart of his team there. Uh scored a wonderful goal in the playoff final. But is someone who you would like to see I would love love to have seen him in Scottish football. Is it the right time to come to Mullerwell in the predicament that they're in at this time with thirteen games to go again, going over all ground? Thirteen games to go, they're in a relegation dogfight. fight. Maybe it's just again the time just to take a breath. They've got a good situation at the moment After a a, a big win on Wednesday night
1: Uh, Thank you Ian 0141951 1025 If you've any thoughts on that Maybe you're uh, disagreeing Or agreeing with what you're hearing You're shouting at the radio Why not pick up that phone If you want to talk about something else entirely Celtic Aberdeen Kyogo His return to fitness Rangers trip to Livy St Mirren You're looking to bounce back That's now three defeats uh, On the spin After a really good run of form So how are you feeling ahead of the visit of Ross County and anything else at all, why not pick up that phone right now? We'll get you on next.
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Now, when you were down at Huddersfield, Kenny Miller, you moaned one night. You texted me moaning because you were looking forward to the full time teaser on your drive, and I decided to kibosh it that night. So. Especially for you Got a good full time teaser For you tonight Okay, uh, And by the way If you want to send these in uh, The Crazy Pony sent this one in tonight It's fulltime at Clyde1.com So have a wee think, Come up with a question And show the pundits up When they can't answer your question That's really the aim of the game Full time at Clyde1.com Now I'm going to make this one A little bit easier Than the Crazy Pony sent in Because we're a bit pushed for time So I want you to name Six Scottish players Who've scored top flight league goals in Scotland for at least two clubs, and they've scored in the English Premier League for two clubs. Now they must have played in Scotland since 2010. Alright, that's what that's that, that's how we'll we'll bring it a bit more recent. So six Scots who've scored for at least two clubs in Scotland, and they've scored for at least two clubs in the English Premier League. And they must have played up here since 2010. Stephen Fletcher. Who, sorry? Stephen Fletcher. Yes. Has got Burnley, Wolves, Sunderland, Hibs, Dundee United, etc. Okay. Kenny Miller? Aye. <laughs> Aye. I walked right into that one, yes. Are you Wolves and Derby? Wolves, Derby, yep. There we are. And of course, you've played up here since 2010. We'll take one more guess. James McFadden? Yes. Oh, good. Everton, Birmingham. And has played up here since 2010, he returned, didn't he? Uh, So there we are, so that's that's a good question, I like that Six Scottish players, Mm. they've scored for two or more Scottish top flight clubs And two or more English top flight clubs And they've played up here since 2010 So guys like Stephen Fletcher, Kenny Miller and James McFadden And we'll try and get the remaining three before the end of the show And the address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com Com. So send your questions in please uh, Right let's hear a bit from the Rangers camp Ahead of that trip to Livingston tomorrow Which I'm sure will be an interesting one Let's hear from Yanis Hadji actually He's been back on uh, media duties Because he's he's had a very long period out injured A year wasn't it And he says having to manage the return to first team action Has been frustrating You'll have noticed he was you know back in the squad And then took a bit more of a rest And back in after that uh, he says he's not
4: quite sure yet how long it'll take for him to be back to his best still in the process of getting back to what I was before um so just building building up minutes you know twenty minutes forty five and hopefully more minutes as the games uh, come on and just being healthy throughout the week as well it's it's a uh, it's my main focus and um, good I'm happy that's the most difficult thing uh it's that management that i hate that word right now <laughs> um, you know during the week sometimes I, I don't have the same schedule as everyone so i have to manage myself in different trainings and um different back to back days or um so it's uh, yeah it's it's a process where you know i'm a guy w- who always tries to push uh, 100% in training games and now i have to you know i'm 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 told that i have to just manage myself sometimes and it's hard to accept that but um you know, it's it's the process And uh, I've understood this And I just have to get, get along with it
1: uh, It won't be happening overnight It never does, Kenny But we're we, we now starting to see A potential different look to the Rangers team If Yanis Hadji comes back and features more In a midfield that now involves Nicholas Raskin and Todd Cantwell When it didn't previously And you've got Michael Beal talking this week About the squad being too big Inflated, I think was the word And, and needing to, to trim... Some of that So although it was only Two signings If you add The return of Yanis Hadji I don't really know When Tom Lawrence returns But Are we starting to see A bit more of Michael Beal's Sort of idea Going forward
3: Yeah I think There'll be I mean Yanis I mean he did It's going to take a bit of time To get him back up to speed He did look a little bit rusty Last week It's his first game Was it over a year Yeah uh, That that he's made a comeback So firstly it was great To see him back On the the pitch But uh, in that area Of the pitch They do have a lot of a lot of, lot of players I mean, we went a, a midfield last week and I'd thought Raskin I know Michael said it was either before or after the game that he could play in either the deeper role which is where he was deployed last week against Particle or even further ahead so he's another player that's got flexibility in what he can do again moving forward I would expect to maybe see a Jack, a Lundström, a Kamara maybe more in that deeper role a little bit more physicality I felt with the game it was going to be last week uh, whether they would have all the ball he could have played him in there but listen it was a solid debut for him uh, but yeah you can hear what Michael's he's, he's talking about in the, in his pre-match stuff this will be more moving forward into next year and this is where you're saying as managers you've got so much to, to actually do he's now talking about trimming the squad for next year he wants maybe two players for each position, maybe an extra player at the in the goalkeeper area because you need three and maybe three strikers. So he's clearly talking about a squad probably around about that twenty-two to twenty-five players at the moment. Rangers have got more than that. Interesting
2: timing from Michael Beal you know, to to say with a third of the season to go, i ah, have too many players. There'll need to be a cull. Uh, you know, you mm. on the one hand it will certainly spark life into people who might think we've yeah. underperforming, or it will. Create doubt in the minds of others. Who think am I, yeah. am I
1: done here? Yeah. Is it also just cold hard arithmetic here? Or Call it what you want. That's what can said, say? Over thirty, I think. It, I think yeah. it is over thirty. Well, I, I um, don't. I, I
2: don't doubt that the, the the figures stack up. He's got <coughs> too many players. Yeah. Not often a manager announces that with a third of the season mm. to go, uh, because in dressing rooms, players have a peculiar mindset. You know, that it will
1: worry yeah. some. It will lift others uh, I, I just thought Interesting hmm. I mean we, we, we dipped our toe In this last night Kenny What what does that mean We had callers on Last night saying "Yet yeah, you know what For guys that are A Older No offence And B Coming to the end Of their contract. So take Ryan Jack And Scott Arfield You know Is it perhaps time That either one of them Moves on They both move on They both stay You know with would those be a particular area of interest For the next couple of months?
3: I think when you're, when you're talking about uh, The contract section It's something that's surrounded I think it was the same last year With Alan McGregor and Stephen Davis Coming to the end Connor of Conor Goldson Conor Goldson like you said, You're going to have this There's a couple of obviously key ones That are out of contract In Kent and Morelos Again I would still call Alan McGregor A key player as well uh, If Michael's wanting to Trim the squad Then that's obvious That the ones that are out of contract Could They're easy, like easy fixes They're not easy decisions but they're easy fixes. Uh, he'll want to have his stamp on this team, which is already put with his January sign-ins. He'll want to at least have the ability to probably go and sign, I would say, at least another three, four, five players in the summer. So if you're looking at a squad that's over 30 at the moment, there's going to need to be a lot of work done between now and then of the season to allow him to do mm-hmm. that, to get to the numbers that he wants to be at.
1: Now, uh, let's bring in Dominic, who's a Rangers fan. Uh, Dominic, what do you make? We just heard from Yanis Hadji, right? And I feel like everyone who tweets this show or calls is very excited about... His return and thinks he can and be a great asset. But spoiler alert, because you've already spoken to the producer, you don't seem quite as sold. Why is that?
5: Uh, good could good even got Kenny's no. good to have you back there, uh, Uncle Hugh No, my my point was to producer Gordon Gordon it was I, I think for me, it's. I, I think yeah, I don't know if it's just me, right? But I think Janis yeah, he is overrated. For me, he doesn't really offer much. He's had one. It, for me, the only good game he's had in the Rangers. Jersey has been the game out there. two goals he got I think it was Ibrox against was it Braga um, but I don't think he really offers a dimension I know last week the game against Tussle, he was I'm glad he's he came back to his in, horrible injury but mm-hmm. I don't see what he offers going forward I don't know if Kenny Would better answer that than myself well,
1: Kenny like I said I think I've seen a lot of Rangers fans Really excited about his return there, There's always an element No matter who you are This is nothing about Yanis Hadji or Rangers People always become a bit better When they're when they're not in the team That that can happen um, I've never heard We've not had many calls of, of people as unconvinced as Dominic What do you think?
3: You know I think We're a fully fit squad uh, I think he would struggle To get in the team that's that's okay. my take on it. Again, you've got. To, I mean, it was great to see him back last last week, and you've got to forgive the. You've got to give him the amount of time he was out. He did look rusty. He looked rusty last week. There's no doubt about it, and that's uh, expected when you're out for that that length of time with the type of injury that he's had. I just think when you look at where Michael's recruited already, uh, and add that to that long list of players that have. There was a few recruited actually even the summer in those positions as well. The, the, the top end of the pitch does look strong well it looks it's definitely got a lot of players in it so to be fighting for a, for a place against Ryan Kent's or Cantwell's or Lawrence's and or even Arfield's or Matondo's or Sakala who's actually came into into the reckoning a lot under Mike over, over the coming over the last few weeks there's a lot of options there uh, and Giannis is going to have to work very very hard to find himself in that starting lineup because of the amount of players there is and I just think he's, he's quite similar to maybe a... He's quite similar to a Cantwell, I would say, and Michael's chose to go and sign him, you know? So it's, there's a lot of options there. I would expect to see
1: trimming of that area of the pitch in the summer. Mm. What else is on your mind, Dominic? I think uh, he's in the same boat as myself. Um, it was just to see...
5: What, what does he think about... what, what does, he see that he actually thinks that to offers but uh, on your second point Gordon um, for me I think that I'm hoping Kenny will spill the beans and see what he thinks if McGregor's going to sign again for next season I think it's absolutely key Spill
3: the beans No there's no sp- big, think, big exclusive I think uh, nobody knew what he was doing up until the last kick of the ball when the Scottish Cup final last year so I think it'll probably go down to the wire again uh, I do agree with you I think that he's he's still the number one he's still performing well uh, everything that we said last year as well We'd probably l- like him to stay Because not only is on the field performances I think he's What he brings to the dressing room He's a winner He's got the right type of mentality He's had a lot of success at the football club So it would be a big, big loss mm. if he was to leave But he'll be the one that will decide when And if it's the right time For him to hang up the gloves
1: You would have thought Hugh Because everyone thought he was leaving last season uh-huh. With the big farewell yep. To then not leave And turn that into More than one season Would would be I think that would be A surprise to most people Wouldn't it I agree I think It's a a position now That Michael Beale Has to be very
2: careful about Um, There can be no sentimentality If he feels that Alan McGregor Will still be His number one choice Then by all means If McGregor Wants to stay on Stay on McLaughlin would be As well going Under those circumstances And McCrory This is the last chance For him surely How long is he going to be at the place While being absolutely nowhere near The first team Or a chance of getting into the first team So My gut reaction My gut feeling Is that Alan McGregor will think "Now nah, go now mm.
1: uh, Dominic It's clearly been very good In terms of results under Michael Beale. He wants more from the performances Hearts has been the high point um, Are you expecting a a tough day tomorrow. What do you think you're going to have enough to get it done at Livingston?
5: Uh, I also Gordon, um It's always the best. Of, uh, the best of games to watch. Going to watch. Mm. Livingston tomorrow? But I think that it would be good to see Bill start maybe two up front maybe tomorrow. I know given the pitch, you'll probably not taking a, a couple of players at them, but the likes of maybe. How, how do you kind of see him Because he was injury But the likes of Maybe a couple of other players But it would be good to see If maybe he'll start Morelis maybe, maybe up With either Cholak Or Kemar Roof. He
1: kind of actually did it With Sakala In the Ross County game um, A couple of weeks ago Kenny and I know There was a bit of debate About last week And Cholak ended up um, Playing I, I don't know if Livingston Because of the pitch And, and if it is unique Whether this falls into the, the discussion or not But the high point Was Hearts away Right, the Ibrox performances have been not up to Michael Beale's ideal standards. Why is that? Because I mean Hearts should obviously be a, a tougher opponent. Is it because they actually came and had a go at Rangers? Does that does that suit a bit better? Is it going to be tough tomorrow if David Martindale sets up his lively side to frustrate? You know,
3: which you know they're going to do that. You know, I mean they will do that. It's, uh, it's, all, it's again, it's a tough place to go. All the all the usual cliches will come out, but you'll have them set up to make it tough for Rangers. You you throw the surface into that, I don't care what anybody says, it changes the game. It slows things up, there's no getting away from it. So when you're looking to move that ball quickly and to to break teams down, you need to move it side to side quickly. You need to create... opportunities to then play through by by moving it and it it just slows the game up you know I think Andrew's talked about Brendan definitely talked about it when he was I think Gio also talked about it when he was in the when he was in the position but it's uh, it'll be a tough place to go I don't think the I mean the performances at Ibrox again this is Michael saying this he's early in his job He's, he's early in his tenure as the Rangers as the Rangers manager he's winning games of football You know, Would he like to be winning better Would he like to be winning With a flashier performance And more scintillating in football Absolutely But he's getting the job done And see Mm. tomorrow He needs to get the job done Against Livingston Who'll be making it hard Davey will have his team fired up He's already talked about He's not taking enough points Off the old firm This season Based on what they've done Over previous seasons So he'll have them ready He'll have them fired up He'll have them Solid there And hard to break down And it'll be Michael's job To get his team there to go break them down.
1: They've won their last four visits to Livingston. Hugh yep. Rangers, you'll remember, uh, opening weekend of the season, wasn't it? It wasn't wasn't a classic, but they no. they got over the line. Um, I don't think you can have a classic at the Tony
2: Macaroni Arena. It's a rubbish pitch, uh, and it's no no use for football. Not conducive, as they say, to good football. But the story of Michael Beale's time at Rangers this time around is that, as Kenny said. Whether they're playing well or not They get the job done uh, They were, they, they must be kicking themselves For the two points that were dropped against Celtic When Kyogo scored later on in the game at Ibrox They were very fortunate At 2-1 down at Aberdeen Aberdeen then fell apart uh, And Scott Arfield saved the day There have been good performances Hearts was more than a good performance It was an outstanding performance So they're a mixed bag and it's a rubbish pitch
1: But they'll get there in the end 0141 951 1025. Thank you to Dominic Very quickly then on this teaser You 2 We're looking for Six Scotsmen Who've scored for two or more teams In the Scottish top flight And two or more teams In the English top flight And have played up here since 2010 You're going quite well You've got Stephen Fletcher Kenny Miller is actually one of The answers which helps That he's in the building And uh, James McFadden I'll take one more guess each for you. I've got success fatigue because I've got. Charlie Adam. Charlie Adam. Is it? Yep, well done. Rangers, Dundee, Blackpool, Liverpool, Stoke.
2: The Palmerston Pets been on to congratulate me on my beat the pug. I'll tell you what,
1: that's four down, two to get, so we'll try and get them next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 01419511025 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here. We've got a bit of Friday night Championship football oh. under the lights here. It's Morton uh, against Dundee at Capel. It's uh, just kicking off. I like the Championship. It's yeah. full of intrigue. It's, it gets very tight in places on the league table. You then get unbelievable drama and storylines like Partick Thistle this week uh, and a good Friday night fixture as well. The Patrick Tissel story is bizarre. I think
2: you know that, to my suspicious way of thinking, uh, th- something was not right behind the scenes between Ian McCall and the people now running the club, uh, because the the timing of the announcement it was undue haste. You know, they've had that three-two win, a uh, defeat rather at Ibrook's and uh, within a matter of hours, Ian McCall has been sacked after what was. Generally held to be A very good performance From Patrick Thistle And you've got the Suggestions That the players Were not happy With the removal Of Ian McCall I wish Chris Doolan All the very best tomorrow Patrick Thistle legend Scorer of over 100 goals For the club Uh, And if he wants the job Then good luck to him Uh, But what happened Last Sunday Was not the best
1: It wasn't how I thought Sunday would end I must admit Kenny Everyone was just getting over uh, The goal Um, And then that happened But yeah the championship is a It's a fascinating one We've got two minutes gone at the moment So nothing much to tell you about Between Morton and Dundee Goalless Um, Just to quickly look at some of the other talking points From the Premiership tomorrow We've clearly given a good go to Celtic Aberdeen And Livy Rangers We even had Motherwell calls Ahead of the visit of Hearts on Sunday Which is nice We Sunday off I'll take myself down there And put myself through the ringer Um, St Mirren Ross County I like the look of it Hugh Because St Mirren are In that most non-scientific Of descriptions You would say they're having a good season It feels like they're having a good season And you were talking about Europe A couple of weeks ago And that may still be a possibility But having now lost three in a row Granted one in the cup They could really be doing with Getting those three points on the board At home to the team in 11th um, Because all of a sudden The race for the top six is heating up quite some and at the same time The team in 11th place Need the points to get away
2: from 11th place I wasn't there last week When uh, Celtic beat at Mirren 5-1 But I know that Stephen Robinson Didn't think it was a 5-1 game Very good for 70 odd minutes Will. Yeah uh, So you would Take them to be the favourites tomorrow But Malcolm Mackay needs the points it, 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 it was pointed out earlier by Kenny The bottom four Are within Touching distance of each other And you need to start Moving in a positive mm. direction We're into the last third Of the season now And um, I wouldn't Say that St Mirren were absolutely certain To take all three points
1: Again but Back that that Perception about Who's having A good or a bad season Kenny I'm pretty sure Whilst everyone Considers St Mirren To be having a good season You probably consider Hibs to be having a bad season Hibs currently sit Above St Mirren, Hibs are only a point behind Livingston in fourth Hibs for all the, this perceived chaos could easily get European football this season So again, Hibs against Kilmarmock, another team down at the bottom That's another cracker tomorrow as well That is, and you know, they, you're know, right, Hibs season
3: started with going out of the cup So straight away you're on the back foot And then you have kind of their the forms being patchy you know, they're winning, they're, they're, they're losing at the start of the season. At the moment now, they've put themselves in a position by putting a, a more consistent run of, uh, uh, sorry, results together. That You're right, if they win tomorrow, the chances are Rangers are going to go to Livingston and win, albeit it's going to be a tough game, and Hibs will find themselves in fourth. You know, in, in the league table, I'll read Celtic, Rangers, Hearts and Hibs, arguably our top four teams in the country. You throw Aberdeen in the mix, who again, perceived to be having a bad season, and, and they are, again, these two, those two clubs, Hibs and Aberdeen, it's, back, it's thrown into next season. Sorry, last season counts sure. because they're outside of the top six, and now both teams are kind of in a, in a bit of a battle. But Aberdeen, it's still conceivable that they could be finishing fourth as well. That's why their managerial appointment or letting Barry Robson see it through is really really important so Hibs is a big game I'm really intrigued by Dundee and St Johnstone as well because it it's can it's a six pointer uh, you can call it that it's can, can, you? Can, you, can you call no. it that in February I think I mean, Dundee United are again similar to Ross County they need the points yeah. St Johnston, they'll be looking oh, well if we can win we go ten points ahead of the bottom of the table so there's a lot of things feeding into these a, games
1: you're a master of the sweeping statement St Johnston are eighth at the moment which doesn't look dreadful but the gap's not huge as Kenny says if they were to beat Dundee United That would be 10 points At this stage Would that be Would that be St Johnston Clear of any automatic relegation threat For me
2: Yes Um, And Beware St Johnston It would put uh, Hmm? Beware It would put Liam Fox under pressure I think Uh, Dundee United All is not well Fans are unhappy Attendance down Uh, The owner coming over from America To sort out uh, Budgetary plans um, they're at home uh, against a St Johnston side who have gone on a poor run. If Dundee United don't win tomorrow, and St Johnston do, then in answer to your question, St Johnston mm-hmm. will not be worried by relegation anymore. Uh, but Dundee United most certainly will. However, if Dundee United win, you have to look at Callum Davidson and think you better look out.
1: Yeah, Morton have taken the lead there tow- A Towering header Easy for me to say After a bit of a, a Scramble in the box Someone's actually down And has taken a, a bit of a head knock so. You
2: see they don't have uh, Val there You can actually see a goal it, and
1: think, Right that's a goal um, Every goal that's scored tomorrow Will come Jack, under scrutiny Jack Baird it was uh, With the header um, and uh, oh, Speaking of Dundee United We'll give him his moment Because do you know tonight Is producer Callum's yes. Last weeknight yes. Episode of Clyde One Super Scoreboard He'll still join us Next weekend For the Big Cup final He's a glory hunter He wants to go out on a high But he's put an emotional Farewell on Twitter Hugh There's pictures of you There's even some uh, Praise for me Which would have been Through gritted teeth for him I'm absolutely sure Or whatever the Twitter equivalent is So will we place on records Or thanks for a sterling job well, the thing is Even I, if Dundee United get relegated
2: I never forgave him For leaving Annie's land And going to live in a part of the country Where <laughs> I couldn't get a lift
1: so, That was when it all started to unravel Here really wasn't yeah, it Yeah
2: yeah But I wish him Every success where he's going
1: There we are Phone Hugh in the Nokia If you want to take over Producer Callum's job There we are <laughs> But you need to take him home That's part of it So thank you uh, Once and for all To Producer Callum I'm going to have to repeat This next weekend uh, on the cup final day But there we are Hopefully he's having a good night Wherever he is Because he left early And oh. I saw him gelling his hair Earlier as well Before he left Yeah actually when
3: I was walking He goes I'm not going to shake your hand Because I've got hand. I've got hair gel on my hand mm. So he's done it twice
1: He's been up to something yep. There are yeah, funny anyway. what anyway. they're doing it, aren't they? Yeah well listen We'll move on before we offend A large part of the country Two more on this teaser Scotsman who've scored For more than two uh, For two or more teams up here and two or more teams in English Premier League Here we go And they've played up here since 2010 So that's a good innings You've got Fletcher, Miller, McFadden, Adam Who's the only player in the premiership to be taught at school by my daughter <laughs> Yes, Robert you've got it Snodgrass. right Yep, well done One more Oh, okay I thought this was right up your street, Kenny Because for either club or country All of these guys have been major teammates of yours
3: uh, I'm toiling out Yep, I'm up against me. I'm reading clues if we're going the, I can hear the song In the background I mean it's
1: even more It's more up your street Than Snodgrass It's more up your street Than Fletcher yeah. It's more up your street than I Lake told you Flavin. I'm toiling That's, what no, that's that no helping you, It tells you you played For the same club as well Oh my goodness
3: Don't kick yourself oh, No, kick your, I'm will give you
1: his English teams Yep Everton Yep Norwich
3: Oh Nasey where There you go I knew that anyway I, was, so I, I would have got that Stephen I knew that anyway He says <laughs> I knew that and uh, Listen we're just We're going for the Right in the last minute We're coming listen, up with the last you're minute just goal. Get, You're just
1: getting back Into the yeah. swing of things It's good to have you back Kenny Miller Hugh Evans, Lovely as always uh, Thanks for listening uh, And for tweeting And calling And keeping us company Tonight Morton one up against Dundee Lengthy delay for a head knock Bumper Saturday tomorrow I am off And Andrew McLean Will look after you Uh, And George is up next with the GBX.